0: Hey there, lovely listeners. Welcome to Uniquely Wired Podcast. I'm your host, Nani. On this podcast, we uncover the beauty and nature of autism through heartfelt conversations. Let's jump in. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to Uniquely Wired Podcast. I'm your host, Nani, and I am so happy for this episode. I have a very special guest joining us on this episode of the podcast, and that is my girl Marlene, all the way from the state of Georgia, which it's crazy, but I am so happy to have her here. I actually met Marlene um, back in September when I had um, my very first... Autism retreat for, you know, autism moms. And she came all the way from Georgia with her sister in law, and she was nothing but an absolute blessing to the group. So I'm so happy to have her here. And this episode, we are going to talk about not just autism, but we are also going to talk about rare condition, which she's going to, you know, dive more into that so you guys have an understanding of what it is. So Marlene, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about AJ and how did you get the autism diagnosis?
1: Thank you so much for having me on here. I am super flattered to be a guest. Um, well, my name is Marlene and I am the founder of Helping Swans Co., a company, and nonprofit. And I based it off of the trials and tribulations of getting the diagnosis for my son. So my son was born typical pregnancy. Everything was going perfectly fine. And then he was rushed to the neonatal intensive care unit for a few weeks. And that's when we knew we had problems. And because of those problems, it led me to becoming that note-taking mom. Everything my child did was a sign or a symptom. So I was extra vigilant on everything he did or did not do. You know, according to the books, right? So he was not really reaching any of his milestones on time. So I knew that before 18 months, my son was on the spectrum. Uh, but because he has a genetic condition, a disorder or disease of the DNA, we were dismissed twice. I had my son evaluated. I went to the extreme of appealing a lot of insurance companies for the evaluation and then paying out of pocket for another opinion a few years later, only to be told my child cannot be declared autistic because we don't know what he has genetically. So because of that, it took us seven years to get an autism diagnosis.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm I'm sitting here like what? <laughs> wow. 7 years. So, okay, so he was 7 when he received his diagnosis.
1: Yes, he was 7 years old when he received his diagnosis, absolutely.
0: Wow. That is insane. The fact that, you know, they made you go through all of that. And I I had just spoke about this how literally in the world of, you know, support needs, as they say now, people don't understand, you know what I mean, how much we have to jump, you know, all these hoops to get what we want to get, you know, and it's like, man, lawyers have to be involved, all type of things. And sometimes I feel like it's unnecessary to have to do all of that. But yet, They make you do all of that. So it's just, first of all, it's inspiring to see your resilience through your whole journey
1: up to now. Because how old is AJ right now? He is going to almost be 11 in a few months. Oh my
0: gosh. Wow. He's so handsome. I love watching his videos. Listen, it's just so beautiful how you put him out there. Despite of his disability, despite, like just bringing hope to other families and letting them know it does not matter your child's disability, they too deserve to be included. They too deserve to be part of this world like any child, right? So I love that. Um, well, I want to start off with an ice breaking question before we continue with the other questions. Um, so, what's your favorite hobby, uh, Marlene? I'm not sure that. I know your favorite hobby, but I I wanted to know if you can share with the listeners, you know, what's something that you love to do?
1: I think my favorite, I don't know if it's a hobby, but I love to host. So catering to people, inviting people over, cooking dinner, um, serving the drinks, I can go to your house and become the host at your house. Like that's just who I am. So you know, decorating for every single holiday throughout the year. Like I am changing pillows and changing bathroom curtains for every single holiday. Like my house is Valentine's Day right now and things like that. So that just brings me happiness.
0: Love that, I, I know a few people close to me that love hosting and listen, they have the gift. And you know what? I did see part of that when we were together. You did end up hosting because my mom broke her foot um unexpectedly when she was supposed to host us and you took over so thank you you know I want to thank you publicly I know I thank you already many times but I want to thank you publicly because y'all she took on the job that technically my mom was supposed to be doing but ended up hurting herself um that was craziness but thank you so much I I can definitely see that in you so that's awesome Um, okay. So my next question will be, can you tell us more about your child's rare condition?
1: So I like to give sometimes an example so that people can kind of understand what it means. When we say rare in the rare community, we like to say rare is not so rare, meaning that there are over 7,000 rare diseases and, you know, the likelihood of you already knowing someone with a rare disease is very high and common. But my son specifically falls into a small category where he has a condition that is undiagnosed. We have done DNA testing. We see that he has differences in the DNA, but there's very little to no evidence on how to back that up. So he could be One of three or one of the first of its kind. So, this is how conditions eventually grow up to becoming a name like Down syndrome or uh, cerebral palsy. At one point in time, there was no name, there was no scientific evidence behind it, there were no patients. So, he falls under that very small undiagnosed category, which is where we get the name the swan kid. So, he's my swan kid, and swan stands for syndrome without a name.
0: I'm sorry, y'all. I, I have to keep muting myself and I'm muted myself. <laughs> but I'm literally like, whoa, mind blown. So now, um, how does he feel about all of this? Now that he I know that wasn't one of the questions, but I'm feeling led to ask that question. Like, how is AJ feeling? You know, now that he is getting older. And, you know, I'm sure he's noticing that he is different from other children around him. So can you elaborate on that a little bit?
1: It is a, so first I want to clarify when you have a condition that is undiagnosed, people ask me all the time. So what does that really mean? Or how do you treat that? Right? So let's just understand one thing. We take on every symptom or every condition individually. So it's like saying, You have the flu or you have a cold. You take care of the cold the way you would take care of a cold. You take care of the flu the way you would take care of the flu. So with him, he has 10 plus multiple conditions and sees more than 15 specialists and has had multiple procedures. We handle each condition by itself. Okay. So with that being said, I've always talked to my child, expressing to them what he has. So that way, one day, in the hopes of him being able to verbally communicate back to me, he would have an understanding of who he is and what he stood for. And in our household, you know, we're different, we're not less. We're different, we're not less. That is part of our daily affirmations. And, you know, he has encountered bullying. He's had has encountered a lot of things. But what he also has come to the realization at 10 years old is he has a voice and his voice is powerful. So his own, uh, videos that you see daily AM with AJ is literally AJ's idea. It is him saying, we have to record a little something today. He may not have the topic, but the autism has helped him face reality a lot easier because, you know, some autism, um, people can actually not care about people's opinion, right? Like You don't like me? You just make fun of my teeth? Oh, well. Right? So he has that from the autism spectrum disorder, which is his shield. I call it his shield because it protects him from feeling any type of way towards discrimination, which he faces every day. And it helps us. This thing, it's getting on my nerves. Anyways,
0: um... (laughs) Wow, that is so inspiring because I'm sure people probably think like, oh, this was probably Marlene's idea, you know, because they see you on social media all the time and, you know, posting your amazing videos. And the fact that you just confirmed like this is coming from your son, like this is his idea. He wants to put himself out there so other children his age and perhaps older don't feel alone they can see like, listen, if I'm doing this, you can do this too. And honestly, it's inspiring whenever I get on Instagram and his videos are usually like the first ones. If you ever post them, um, they're normally the first ones. And I'm like, I just love it. You know, sometimes I don't get the chance to comment all the time, but I'll give it a heart. And it's just truly inspiring to see his confidence. You know, when he posted today, I think I saw the video of him with the Marvel, um, you know, gown. I was like, AJ, I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. And honestly, if I'm honest, it gives me confidence to, you know, do my videos and do what I do. So shout out to him. I need to have him as a guest very, very soon. Okay. Because I'm sure he'll have a lot to say. So I, I just love it. Um, all right. Our next question will be, What are some of the daily challenges of dealing with that, you know, you're dealing with right now as the mom? Like, I know, I know that you mentioned his challenges and the things he deals with. um, But you as the mom, you know, what are some of those challenges?
1: Well, I think like most parents, um, finding the inner strength to continue, even when you get diagnosed or get bad news. Um, I think that's the hardest challenge to have a brave face, Uh, but how can you, in my particular situation, how can you not be that when you see AJ post a video in the hospital gown right before general anesthesia and said, we have to do AM with AJ. So it's like, he is my strength. And I know this sounds so cheesy and like everyone thinks this way, but it is true. Your child does give you the courage to continue to fight. and. One of my my biggest obstacles that go hand in hand with parenting and my child is that with being on the spectrum a j loves a routine he has a routine structured life that we wish to abide by, right like mm. everyone wants to abide by their routine right um but unfortunate for us, not because of location or where we are or school or anything, the medical conditions determine the routine for the day
0: mm. so if
1: the medical conditions throw us for a loop then we can meet meal times we can not commit mm. to the things we committed to yesterday which then throws them off mm. so whereas you know if it were just specifically the autism and the adhd because he is all if it were just mm-hmm. those things and it's like Well, today we can't go to the movies because mom's car doesn't work. I would have a hard time with him on the routine, which still Mm. does happen, right? But if tomorrow he's not feeling well, it's like, I still can't do these things, but I have to protect you and your health Mm. is very important and your Mm. weak immune system can't be exposed. So things like COVID for everyone else was dramatic. Mine was to the extreme. (laughs) Right, right. It was
0: extra much harder. Mm. Wow. So, you know, I know that you just jumped into like his autism. What are some of those traits that he does have of autism that I know can, you know, I know you were just sharing, but especially in th- does he tend to have, I guess my question will be does he tend to have more challenging, you know, mornings than a typical person or, you know, does it fluctuate depending on his health, right? Because we know autism is not, you know, um, I I don't want to say it's not a physical thing, but you know what I mean? It's not like a health condition, like what he has with his rare condition. You know what I mean? So how do you say that affects that daily routine with him? Because he's verbal, right? He's verbal and he expresses to you how he feels. Like when I put myself in your shoes, you know, it's a little hard to understand to an extent because both of mine are non-speaking. And and I'm still trying to figure out how can I get them to like express to me what it is that's going on. I kind of just go based on like our routine daily that I already know what they want. But in your case, he's expressing to you. So like, do you stop (laughs) everything you're doing to be like, all right, we're going to listen to A j or do you like push him and say no, we we have to get this done. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes um, sense
1: I try to do a combination of it all, you know <laughs> I try to be compassionate, um I try to be the mom, I try to be the guide, and i um I still try to steer him to whatever it is that I need ultimately to be done because I believe in my heart of hearts that um medical conditions autism, rare disease, whatever it is, I'm still the parent and I'm in control.
0: His Mm -hmm. condition doesn't
1: control my household. You know, there's a difference between respecting the condition and respecting the moment he's in, but as the parent, I am in control. I'm going to steer him how I want as best Mm -hmm. as I can. I'm going to get him to as close as I can to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so with with us, I think that one of the hard parts and one of the things that are definitely autism for us is his lack of imagination, sarcasm. Um, he doesn't tolerate. He's a very literal child and mm-hmm. he will, it's black and it's white. There is no gray. And the fact that he can express that verbally, sometimes I crack up because of the things that comes out his mouth. But sometimes it's like, oh, he'll be like, there's no point in that. I don't right. understand why we're even talking about that or why are we going to do that? And it's not that he's being uh, smart with me as his mom or with anybody else, another adult who doesn't understand or doesn't know what he has. He's just saying exactly what he's thinking. So, where to right. as a child that is nonverbal, if they mm-hmm. don't like something, they're going to scream it out to you, right? Where, well, when my son had the flu last month. It clicked oh to me, God. and I did a video where he's just like, my safe foods don't feel safe no more. And I said, what? He's like, my favorite drinks don't taste good. He's like, my favorite foods don't taste good. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't want nothing to do with it. And he waited almost a week after the flu. To say, mom, can you buy me a vitamin water so I could taste it to see if it's brought back the flavor?
0: Oh my that was god! Huge for
1: me. Yeah, because had he not been able to verbally tell me that, I'm, we're not thinking flu. We're, th- we're we're like okay, maybe his taste buds are off. But he confirmed, like, like this doesn't even taste good, and this is the only thing I like to eat.
0: <laughs> wow, that's mind blowing. And he is, well, almost 11 years old. So the fact that he's telling you this, like, listen, mom, I know what it tastes like, and it's not tasting like that. <laughs> wow, that is, I I love it. I love it. I, lo- I love to hear these things. Because again, you know, both of mine don't speak like, you know, actually have a conversation with me or tell me what they want or need um, with their words verbally. So it's, I I love to hear it because number one, it gives me hope that eventually I know my kids will be able to get there. So that's, that's just, that's amazing. (laughs) So is this every time he gets sick, you know, he's having these conversations with you like, no, I know this is not it. I I know what's this. I know what's that. Um, I'm guessing he does well with medication. I mean, he has been with medication or...
1: He does absolutely phenomenal. He has his own alarms on his own phone. Um, I put his medicine in a little caddy, and he goes in and he takes exactly what he needs when he needs. There have been times where I'm like, "AJ, your medicine." He's like, "I already took it." Oh, now my I have gosh. a camera in my kitchen. Don't ever think I don't, but I do because of medicines and things I have to put away. Right? But he literally right. will go. I mean, I serve him for the day. So he knows exactly what to take in the morning meds and the evening meds. And he takes full-blown pills. He has taken up to like 21 pills in a day when he's had to. like, wow. And he'll do it with no problem.
0: Wow. Well, that's amazing. Good job, AJ. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm here struggling when my kids get sick. I'm giving them medicine. Girl, Jacob goes bananas. He wants nothing to do with medicine. It's it's so challenging. Um. Well, here's another question, and that is, what strengths and special qualities do you see in your child? I mean, we pretty much spoke about them a little bit um, that you want others to appreciate.
1: One of them, I'm going to have to do a little surprise for you, and I'm going to have to call him here because you will not believe it if I told you. So one of them is numbers. He's a numbers kid. Mm. So- in math, he does well, um, but not figuratively in math or not money. He is more a time person. So very punctual. If I have something to do like today, he's like, mom, you have a podcast and he'll tell you 10 minutes, get ready. You, You. he is that person. So with that being wow. said, he loves, um, one of his favorite things are movie trailers and movies. But what he knows is, the dates, the release date, movies that came out before his time, movies that he is not allowed to see because of the ratings. He could still tell you the title, the year, the minutes. So he'll say that movie came out in 1984 and it was one hour and 43 minutes, never having seen it, but because he watches so many movies and trailers and that's his interest. That's one. And what leaves people speechless is my son memorizes the calendar. So I'm gonna show you. and
0: wow. am you on mute so I
1: don't scream in your ear.
0: Sure. Oh my god. We're gonna to get to hear AJ. Listen, okay. So
1: this, I'm, gonna, this is I'm gonna take off my edition. special edition. Special edition. I'm gonna put on my speaker to my laptop. Okay. Can you hear? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hi AJ. So this is AJ. Hi. This is Nani. <laughs> Hi. So So nice to meet you. AJ (laughs) fascinates on the calendar and has the calendar memorized, 2024, 2025. So he'll always do the year of the year next. Um, So this is not prefixed, just so anyone knows. Um, If you give him a random day, your birthday, your kid's birthday, your husband's birthday, something that I won't know or he won't know, he's going to tell you what day it lands on. This year or next year, whichever one you want to know. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So Perfect. So let's do let's my, do daughter's, my birthday, daughter's
0: birthday, which will
1: be which will be
0: August sixteenth. August
1: Friday. Friday. It's gonna be a Friday. So if you want to check it on your phone, you can check it on your phone. That's for this year. What next year? Next year is a Saturday. You're on mute. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> listen it is y'all, it by, is, the way, y'all by the way by the way yes you give me any day next year he'll tell you the same thing wow
0: wow yeah. so proud so of you AJ. Gift, AJ
1: and I didn't understand why he was so fascinated always looking at the calendar for everything and I thought yeah. it was cute that yeah. he knew our anniversary or our birthdays in the family immediately I didn't realize how far it went and um wow. those are probably wow. the corks and 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 cute things that we, you know, overlook, you know, in on the spectrum, because they have these fascinations with certain things. And sometimes as parents, we support them, because we feel like we have to, but we don't really get like, what's the fascination with the calendar, right? Right, right, right. You know, I learned to appreciate it. He is like my human reminder.
0: Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh. I would love, I would to, have love to have him because, because I just have to, just get, have a to get a calendar my from my fridge, from my fridge. <laughs> because I forget, <laughs> because I forget, I forget everything, everything AJ. AJ. Okay. Okay. So I need, so someone, I need someone like you, like in, you my in my in life. My
1: life. <laughs> yes. Anytime you can borrow him. Say
0: bye. <laughs> bye. Bye buddy. Bye, buddy. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll just bring him over here. Like just, just send him for a week. Marlene. <laughs> love it. That is amazing. Cause this thing, I don't keep up with these dates. I, I tell you that much. I don't keep up with these days.
1: Um If it's not on my outlook, it doesn't exist. If it AJ doesn't remind me it didn't happen. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's a blessing though. He is a blessing in your life, girl. That that's a keeper. The woman that marries him, okay. Okay. I'm just saying she she gonna be He's-
1: blessed. Listen, he's so punctual that can you imagine waiting for dinner? So hungry, right? Like your mouth is salivating. And I learn now not to say, what do I want later? So let's just say I say, AJ, I need you to take your dirty clothes from upstairs in the hamper and bring it downstairs for me because I'm going to do laundry later. He could be like ready to take his first bite and he will stop. Get the laundry. Because he doesn't want it on his conscience. He needs to get it done immediately. So I learn if I don't want him to jump because he's busy, I just don't ask him anymore. Because he has to stop whatever he's doing to do whatever Mm. it is that you want. So I tell him all the time, Mm. you're going to be an amazing husband. You're going to take out that trash. As soon as your wife says, take out the trash, (laughs) she's going to do it. She's Uh, not even going to have to remind uh, him.
0: (laughs) Okay. Can he do like a workshop? Like to teach the men? (laughs) Just saying, can he teach the men of this society? Because (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) I love that. I love it. I love it. Such a treat. Um, Okay. So my last question to you would be, what advice would you give to other parents that are facing similar challenges with their autistic child?
1: I think, um, I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way because it's coming From my heart and my experience, okay? As a parent, caregiver, whomever you are, guardian, please, I need you to understand that you are enough. What you're doing is enough for the current moment. That doesn't mean that next year you can't do something different, you can't add something to your plate, but what you're currently doing is enough. Because we love to compare ourselves. We love to have mom guilt of what we can do more of. Not everyone is put on this earth to start a foundation, start a podcast, advocate this way. Let me tell you, you're working your 40 hours. You're taking your child to their therapy. You're making sure they're getting whatever help, holistic help, A, B, whatever you believe in in your home. You're doing that. That is enough. We We are... Not to compare ourselves with anyone else, just like on the spectrum, no two kids are alike. No two parents are going to be the same. So I need you to clearly understand that because it's easier said than done, but I've been in your shoes. I am that mom and me having been an autism mom and a rare disease mom, I always feel pulled. I always feel like I'm not enough for the autism community. I'm not doing enough in advocating solely aut- on autism. Am I doing enough for the rare disease community now? Am I posting too much about autism? Am I not posting enough about ADHD? Am I not? So 2024, I am enough and I'm doing the best that I can with what I have and the time that I'm allocated outside of physically just taking care of my son. So don't feel compelled to do what the next mom or the next dad is doing. Do what works for you in your home.
0: Amen. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Drop the mic. <laughs> I love it, sis. I love it so much. Thank you so much for that advice. And I, I'm taking that to my heart. Um, I really appreciate you, Marlene, and everything that you are doing. Um, before we end the episode, I do want you to talk a little bit about the book. Talk to us about the book that you have, the things that you have, upcoming, you know, what, what is going on with the what is it, helping Swan? Helping Swans, right? Okay, there you
1: go. (laughs) So Helping Swans, um, that's my website, www.helpingswans.com. What I do is I have three main workshops. I go to schools, and I go to community centers and churches, and I focus on teaching families how to advocate um, being supportive. I teach uh, the importance of caregiving, and I have a capabilities um, campaign where I go to schools and I teach the importance of knowing that disabilities are both invisible and visible to prevent or you know try to eliminate as much uh, bullying as possible from my son's experience. Uh, so my books uh, come from that same perspective, and AJ Goes to Camp being my first book in English and Spanish. Um, comes from a place of my son not fitting into one category. In order for me to get a book about him, I would have to buy several books. So I, I made a book where I showcase six diverse kids with six different disabilities, autism being one, rare disease being another, um, and other diseases and other conditions. And the goal is to teach kids in a great way where they actually enjoy reading the book Take something and actually learn from it and realize, hey, the odds of me knowing someone, you know, are are close. I I probably have someone in my family that has hearing loss or I know someone um, that has muscular dystrophy and not everyone who has a disability is using a mobile device, you know. So it's bringing that in English and also the underrepresentation in Spanish, uh, reading those books in Spanish is a huge deal for me and being able to communicate. And, um, you know, for me, I've been blessed, uh, you know, two years with my nonprofit organization, having got my first grant last year uh, for $50,000. Wow. Next five years was amazing. And um, I'll be a headline speaker in the first ever, like, miami florida autism conference in 2024 yes. i am speaking oh in a huge God. rare disease conference of 2024 i i'm i am wow. booked i'm going to capitol hill in, oh. in the end of february meeting with legislators and senators and shaking
0: hands yes
1: so i am booked and busy <laughs>
0: I love that. I celebrate you and everything that you are doing and just pray nothing but continuous blessings, you know, over your family, over your goals this year. You know that I know if God is in it, he's just going to continue opening these doors for you. So, and I know you're a believer yourself. And I just, I thank you, Marlene, again, for everything that you are doing and, I pray that God continues to, you know, pour his strength over you so you can continue to, you know, be that help for your child physically and be there for him emotionally as well. And for your husband too, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to all the husbands who are behind the scenes doing the thing.
1: Absolutely, um, stepping up to the plate. Absolutely. Yes, I, I want to say yes. that I definitely rejoice. I pray continuously and I give thanks under all circumstances. And yes. because I do it from the heart, you know, nonprofit is based on donations. And before mm-hmm. this grant, I, I, I'm still to this day, it's out of my pocket, out of my savings, but because I know wow. I'm doing things with a purpose. Yeah. Because I know I'm reaching people mm-hmm. that I'm not worried about everything else. All of those things will come and will line yeah. up for me eventually. But the, the message is yes. getting across the representation yes. to see myself being the number one person, the only Latina in mm. the space in a whole conference, time wow. and time again in 2023. It was <sighs> impactful. So I refuse wow. to stay still.
0: That's right. So That's thank you right, again. Girl. Thank
1: you again for having me.
0: Absolutely sis. It was a pleasure. And like I said, I'm here guys. I will leave her website down in the description below her social media. Make sure you guys are following this amazing mom and her journey with her son and AMs with AJ. He also has an Instagram. I saw I just recently followed. I will also add that on the description. You guys can give them a follow. And please, if you are going through a, a situation um, you know, where your child either just got diagnosed with autism or they have a specific rare disease, you know, please. And, and, and you're feeling like you don't know who to reach out to Marlene, let that be your point of contact because this mama is doing both things. She's walking both journeys. So she will be the great person for you. So thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to this podcast. And I will see you guys again on the next episode. and that's a wrap for today's episode of uniquely wired podcast thank you so much for tuning in and sharing this space with me if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe rate and share until next time